Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Stay, guys. <laughs> Namaste. She's here. It's Linda Bleeding Pollock. Oh! You know what? Linda has turned up in a, I would call that a fur. Hold on. A khaki shirt. Not that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, we leopards on. A safari. Mm. A safari one. It's lovely. It's got leopards You've got on. got one similar, haven't you? What's that? Have you got a similar? Have you not got some animal print going? You should get some. No, I don't think that's an animal print. That's just where I've spilt some of my dinner down. It looks like a snake. <laughs> Safari. It's like a big, uh, yolky, dried egg oh, snake. It's a dinner medal, that. It's a dinner medal, of course it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Linda was just telling me, what's something to do with your lawn? You, you... Oh, I've got lawn guilt. Yeah, I've realised I'm that neighbour in the street. Everyone else has been up and down. Right. With the lawn mower. And I've been holding off because it's a bit wet, isn't it? And I don't want to chew up the lawn. No. Is the story I tell myself. But actually, I'm just a lazy cow. Now, that is the issue, isn't it, Linda? That we are talking about uh, going out for the first time this spring and doing your lawn. Those people are too stingy to put their bloody hands in their pockets. By the time they get this, it'll be nearly autumn now. They oh don't. My God. They won't remember any of this stuff, will they? Their lawns will be covered in snow by the time they by hear the this. By the time they hear this, but no, we are just enjoying the first fruits of spring, yeah. aren't we, my lord? I tell you what I've often thought about doing, cultivating our lawn here, the communal lawn at right. the flats here, for crops. What kind of crops are you think? Something to keep us all alive. I'll tell you why, we've only just... This is another thing, we've just had, you know, the alarm that went off? Yeah. That was yesterday. Hey, there were four of us together in that room and only three phones went off. So some people, I think, might be sacrificed for the greater good. Do you people who have two stingies put your hands in your pockets remember what we're talking about? This is back to the the depths of time, isn't it? Three We're talking about the alarm that went off on everyone's phones because yeah. that's where we are. That's where we are, people. Only th- Which four people are you? You don't four know people, four people, four do you? Four people with four friends. Grow four friends? What happened to friends? Oh, Christ, friends. Yes. Yeah. And, and we were all waiting, anticipating yeah. and... Um, uh, uh, salivating yeah. for this thing to go off, thinking, oh, this is... No, we were not... I, I, I don't even want, know why I said that. I it's do, because you're a dirty son. I am. Hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on up there? 
I think we know what's going on up there <laughs> <laughs> around your place. Go on. We just had a nice chat, but we thought we'd hang on and wait and see when when this thing went off. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. For for only three of us did that happen. One did not. And, and did, we did wonder why why him why he was the one that, that was left out. Is that person known as a troublemaker who the government don't care if the dies in an emergency? Delightful, smiley, rosy-cheeked person you're ever going to meet in your life. Well, I don't know four people to hang around with. <laughs> I know you and Ruth. That's about it. So isn't that lovely knowing four people? Yeah. Uh, no, what I was going to say, I want to cultivate the lawn here mainly because since COVID, I've been slightly like the old tin hat on, yes. thinking about. Our Armageddon happening. Do you know what I've got in my garage still, post COVID? I got what? rid of the um, I got rid of the bread mix that's gone off. Yeah. But I have got uh, the makings of soap making kits because I was making <laughs> my own soap. You couldn't get soap for anything, and we thought it was going to save our lives. Remember? Really? Yeah. Well, so washing our hands like like silly buggers. We that's were. right. Oh, soap making kit. What was that? A couple of dead whales or something? No, you can buy the makings, and I was making my own soap, so I was putting my own perfumes in. It was quite a delightful waste of time, but we had nothing but time back then, didn't we? Do you we? know what I did when that first happened, the old COVID? Do you know what I did? I went to B&Q and bought a bloody great big lock, like a bolt for my door. I was so convinced... <gasps> for the bunker? No, I was convinced that ne'er-do-wells were going to come in and try and nick me turkey burgers, you know, that I, in the freezer and all that, yeah. and try and raid my... Oh, my God. Yeah, terrible. So you're virtually like one of them doomsday preppers. If you I could have got a, a shotgun, yeah. you would have got one. Uh, well, absolutely. I was convinced, that, and I'm not convinced that won't happen again. No. Especially now the government are giving us sort of special warnings. I do think it's a little bit dodgy when they start going, oh, just no reason, but we're just going to try this out. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just delivering every household a hazmat suit. No, no, don't worry. No reason. That's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could be, couldn't what it? Do those bastards know. Yeah, they know something. And by the time you hear this... You'll have found out. You'll have found out a really great mushroom cloud. And all you've got advising you is nothing official from the government. It's just this poxy podcast of us talking about ghosts. <laughs> you want to chuck this away and listen to some official government warnings. Never mind this, bollocks. There's probably more truth here, to be honest. Yeah, there's more truth. Well, there is, there is the truth. There's the there's the truth that I understand, and your rather suburban, limited truth. <laughs> that that is the truth of that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that. I have been reading the Daily Mail online. Oh. I know, it's bloody disgusting. You are a shit. And th this story appeared on it. I died after being struck down by a sepsis. Angels took me to a really unexpected place. Can oh. you put on the spooky, bloody music, please, Linda? Yeah. David Hansel, 57, said he was guided by two beings to a heavenly pub. He went to the pub. The self-proclaimed ghost whisperer claimed he knew he was going to die. It's a lot of bold claims there. What happens to us when we die is one question many of us are desperate to know the answer to. Well, I do know about it because I've, I've been there and come back. Quoth the male. Now, a 57-year-old man has shared his own captivating experience with the afterlife, during which he claims he was taken to a pub by angels. Right. David Hansel spent two months in a coma after suffering pneumonia and sepsis in September 2015. Here we go. The self-proclaimed spiritual medium who lives in North Carolina claimed he knew he was going to die early. He told how he flatlined and described... Flatlining is bullshit, by the way. 
Turn the music off. What do you mean? You only flatline. Doctor bloody Doogie Howser. I've watched enough QI to know this one. You only flatline if someone kicks the plug out. That's nothing to do with it. That's not it. What when it goes? Ooh, yeah, it's bullshit. I have. Just a minute. I have flatlined. Have you? I was in the hospital, bent over, nothing underneath my tunic, having something removed. It was a kidney stone, and I flatlined. Right. Yeah. Immediately, thoughts come into my mind. Right. This is true. Sitting on my dad's lap. As a, as a toddler, yeah. uh, I remember him giving me three pieces of advice. Uh, get yourself a loving wife. Yeah. Never buy an endowment mortgage. Yeah. Something about immigration that escapes me now. I remember being a teenage boy. People said I was a real lady killer. That was never proven. Oh. That She was unconscious when I found her. But the point is, I've done it. What do you mean when the bloody plug is kicked out? It just means that there's no input. Doesn't mean that there's no. It doesn't mean that someone's. Doo, it doesn't happen like that. Well, when you die, it goes. Doo, no, if it's not going. Doo, doo. Anyway, so he. Sorry, told put how he the music back on again. If you can put the find the plug, stick that fucking thing back <laughs> in again. Go on. He told how he flatlined and described himself as being quote unquote dead, although patients in comas are still technically alive. You see, first inconsistency there. Yes. The ghost whisperer claimed he closed his eyes and when he opened them again, he was in the night sky. He's from Carolina. And was eventually guided to a nearby pub. The... They don't even have pubs in Carolina. No, we're pub bar. bar. Oh, Look at this. I'm going to show you now a picture, which I will make sure is posted up, of the man. That oh. is an AI photograph, oh, isn't right. it? Yeah. That's never a proper looking man. Do I know enough about filters, being a young woman. A filter. A youngish woman. A younger, an older, younger woman uh, on the internet. That right. is a that's filtered to buggery. It's filtered to buggery. Anyway, he told the Daily Star, "I just remember closing my eyes because I was sick, and then when I opened my eyes back up, I was in the night sky. It was the most beautiful, velvety, silky night sky. No clouds, no stars, no nothing, and there wasn't a beginning or end to it." Mister Hansel said he was aware of two beings, one on other on either side of him, who felt familiar and helped him navigate his new environment. Get this. They showed him the most beautiful golden white light surrounded by angels and everything everything that was travelling towards it. Then, Mr Hansel claimed the angels took him to a pub which had beautiful coloured bottles but no alcohol. Now, We've what dealt... a nightmare. No, we've dealt with that before. You know that. That is what happens up there. Well, they let you have the idea of drinking, but of course you don't need that stuff anymore. Well, I've got to say, it, I, I'm trying to think, where where could he have been? Yeah. I'm wondering whether it's a, a Weatherspoons. You get... Uh, hear me out. You do get a lot of different coloured glass. Not necessarily bottles, but they often use that sort of stained glass look at a Weatherspoons. The one in Wolverhampton... That also not much alcohol served there after match day. I can't get a drink there. Can't get up to the bar. I reckon he's at the Weatherspoons in Wolverhampton. It says here, after leaving the pub, Mr. Hansel walked up the side of a big white building made of marble. If you go to the Weatherspoons in Wolverhampton, over the road is the Grand Theatre. Wow! It's a kind of it's a white building. I'm suggesting he got transported to the Wolverhampton Weatherspoons. Is this heaven? No, it's Wolverhampton. Don't laugh at their accent. Sorry <laughs> sorry to all our friends in the West Midlands there. <laughs> She's something of a snob, Linda. <laughs> I bloody am not. I just love an accent. The thing is, right, I think that that would be delicious. That would be... If the universe does have a, have a sense of humour... Yeah. 
Oh, like, yeah. I'd much rather go there than that shitty place that um, Sandria Mosses talks about, which is like centre parks, but well, where everything's already booked up. Yeah, well, that was a bit like Torquay, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. I've been to Torquay. It's no heaven. And uh, this is the, I, I took the trouble looking up, you know, what if you were in the heaven of Wolverhampton yeah. at the Grand Theatre, there's a Shania Twain tribute act, which, ironically, you have to kill me to get me into the <laughs> theatre to see that. He, music, please. Oh. Uh, thank you. Read that, then go. But he claims his steps were effortless and he felt like he was floating. Oh, he'd have one of them Long Island iced teas. Probably. That's it, yeah. Mr Hansel said when he woke up from his coma, he felt healed of his ailments and felt total forgiveness for those who'd done him wrong. He said he had an epiphany... Get. You're not allowed to do that. You've got CCTV to avoid you doing that. <laughs> and then it took dying for him to understand religion. In a video posted on his TikTok account, which has more than 90,000 followers, yeah. not that he's counting, he admitted that he does not know everything about the afterlife. Oh. He said, most people who've had NDAs or near-death experiences yes. bring back what we need to bring back in order to help us through this life. Mr Hansel said, it's really quite a cool experience, but also difficult. What you believe in this lifetime is pretty much going to be what you see when you leave here. Oh, God, that's a shame for anyone who lives in Carshalton, isn't it? Fucking hell. Eventually, we all go to the exact same place. Now, as I say, we have dealt with this before, haven't yeah. we? Where the people, that, there was a guy who wanted heaven to be like Torquay and he got up there and sure enough it was. Uh, the, the, and, and he went to, remember the Sailor's Inn he went to and it had no, it had no booze in it? That's yeah. what he'd like! Oh, God. Where do you think you'd feel most comfortable? Me? Ooh. Yeah, if there was a place you had to go to for all eternity. And bear in mind, it would have to be all eternity, so it'd have to be something going on there. Yeah. Although... You don't want it going on too much. Can you get a headache? Can you get heavenly headaches? You're talking about eternity, my love. All right, well, Black it. Orchid, 1994, Nottingham. What is that? That's where we used to go dancing. Or Nottingham Rock City. Has it still got the sticky floors? We won't care. We'll be floating above oh, them. Oh, that would be lovely, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. But I want to be like eighteen again. I don't want to be. I don't want to be an old lady in there. I feel old enough in my forties. Yeah, I remember going to a lovely nightclub in Leicester, the Bear Cage, and I touched Jill Payne's bum. Wow. So I don't. I don't want to do that for all eternity. Or neither would she. Probably. She'd probably say, "That's can you stop touching that now." <laughs> That's been 50 years. <laughs> Stop doing that. It'll fall off. Carry It'll on like that. It'll fall off like that. <laughs> Not thought about her bum for a long time. Anyway, no, we're the... both thinking about no, it. We're only one of us knows her. Absolutely. Anyway, I think, well, I'll tell you what I'd like to be. I, do you know what I like? I do like a steam room. Oh. When I go on my, when I go, go around the country yeah. a fair bit doing my sacred readings and stuff. I often stay... I mean, when I can stay at a nice hotel with a nice steam room. Right, yeah. I like that. I'd like to spend some time cocooned in a steam room. Do you like find that. it does wonders for your chakras? Does it open them up for you? I've, yes, it's, it does a lot for my skin, yeah. is what I find. Because Gwyneth Paltrow steams her famously, doesn't she? Steams her... Um, lady oh. lettuce. She doesn't? She does. What do you mean? That's how she cleans it, yeah. Steams it? I don't it? think she uses, like, a karcher or... What? She... <laughs> She's stood over, over a kettle. Stood she's over got the a stove. device. Stood over the stove with a colander. I imagine she's got an expensive device made out of, I don't know, rose quartz or something. But similar, I, I'd imagine. Vagaway. What, what does she... Really? Yeah. I've heard of steaming your veg, not your vag. That's bloody disgusting. 
Well, well, apparently clean as a whistle, smells like a candle. You could eat your dinner off it, that thing. <laughs> Bloody hell, really? Yeah. But I, what I, I mean, I do, I don't mind the steam. I mean, I do think it is good for you. I'm not yeah. saying I'm steaming all my private parts. The only thing I don't like is when I went on that cruise recently. If you don't pay for the private version, there's a, there's a public one which has virtually got a strip light in it, and you might as well have some old bag there with a steam in a kettle. Yeah. I like it nice. I don't like it done properly. You want ambience. Don't you? You want ambience, that's it. But I find with any of those health clubs which I go to when I stay in a hotel, the worst thing for that is if you're stuck in a jacuzzi with a big fat businessman or some gossiping ladies, because quite often, as you call it, bomb suit, but quite often your feet touch. Oh, yeah. You think, I don't want to that's talk. quite an intimate thing, isn't it? Feet, yes. Feet touching. Feet it can be quite got... nice if you're snuggling up with someone not, you like. Not if it's not a, a, sec- a, you know, a, a flipping double glazing salesman. No, keep those grippers away. Oh, it's horrible. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I'd like to be in a, a lovely steam yeah. room. Ooh. Maybe a nice bit of whale music. Oh, that sounds nice. I can imagine in heaven, though, if we yeah. go in there, it would be like, you know, he talks about his um, marble pub. A nice big marble pub. Yes. Like a, is it called a hammam? Oh, I've had it. A... Without the beating up. Oh, I do like a hammam. That's what I'd like. I'd like to spend some time in a hammam. Yeah. 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 Right, listen, last week I did a gig with Aideen McQueen, who is a wonderful Irish comedian. You don't say comedian, you say comic, because I was told the other day by Susan Mori. Yeah, and you say that inside your head. What? That part about don't say comedian. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, You know they like ladies nowadays. Uh, Very bossy in terms of what you can and cannot say, including this lovely little lady here to to me, right? She's a lovely thing. Right, listen, last week I did a gig with Aideen McQueen in Harlow. Never met her before, a wonderful comic, and I, out of the kindness of my heart, ended up giving her a lift all the way home. I I shouldn't have said that out loud either, should I? Anyway, this is her, Aideen McQueen. I'm here driving. I'm currently driving in my Nissan Qashqai back from uh, a performance. I was giving some of my sacred readings tonight in Harlow uh, in Essex in a brewery. Often you find these brewery gigs. They go, oh, isn't it perfect for a gig? And you think, mm, yeah, but it is still a brewery. What's perfect for a gig is an actual theatre with a proper stage. The lovely dulcet tones of the beautiful Aideen McQueen. Hello there, thank you for having me in your car. Oh, that's all right, my love. Now, Aideen is a believer, you'll be glad to know, and she's got a very spooky story she wants to share with us tonight. In the studio, please, Linda, put on the spooky music. Aideen, the floor is yours. I found myself um, very, 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 very obsessed by the idea that I might be possessed with the, by the devil when I was a child. Right, okay. So I used to have a little Bible that I would sleep with in my bed and I used to bless myself, I would say maybe a hundred times a night. Right. And Is this a common thing in Ireland? I think on? it might be a little bit more common than in the other country because we were quite yes. brainwashed by the Catholic Church. I would find it hard to sleep and I would bless myself a lot and say prayers and if a bad thought came into my mind, I'd have to really push it out but the big fear was that ghosts would be there because my father was a big believer in ghosts right and he would tell us ghost stories all the time around the fire bloody hell yes my father you see had to train to be a priest many years ago now 
obviously he wasn't a priest when I knew him like you know he was no, smart no, yeah, yeah. He, he, we got out of priest I'm going to say the whatever um, polytechnic they taught priesthood in but it's, yeah. it's a seminary but in the seminary there were some rooms where the priests could not go right. they weren't allowed to go because those rooms had been possessed by the devil and there was one particular room that nobody could enter and they needed that room for priests because at the time when my dad was training in the 60s it was really popular and my father said that one night one of the priests went into the room a young man because you need two exorcists in every parish or in every diocese right? right an older one and a younger one yes and the younger one kind of did the legwork because it's physically draining to do an exorcism right yes. so they sent this young priest you got to tell me i've done it i've oh, done it yeah sorry. come on yeah <laughs> Oh, that's why you're okay. That's why I'm so physically fit. Oh, I focus. That's why I keep myself pristine. That is amazing. I'd love to see the YouTube video of like to keep yourself slim with exorcism. Very good. I do. I I, I always wondered. I always said, that man eats like a pig. How does he do it? But it's keeping somehow. Yeah, Yeah, with the exorcism. So that's a tip for everybody if you want to lose that next last 10 pounds for your holidays. Yeah. Um, go to a ghost train and try to strike sh- the shite out. Yes. So anyway, he, um, so this priest that he knew, a young priest who was a few years ahead of him in the college, he, he went into this room and all night, all night the devil tried to try every trick of the book with him, everything, absolutely everything he could. And finally this priest got the best of the devil and I said to my father how did you know this happened and he said the night he went in his hair was jet black and when he came out of the room the next day his hair was white as snow and is that what happened to you that is, well that's very much so <laughs> I used to have long blonde hair like Cher but now honestly now that sounds like the sort of story you might read in some kind of Edgar Allan Poe book but was it true? Your, your dad was not saying that to shit you up. It was no. When I and perhaps now I should ask my father. Yeah. But was that when true? I was a teenager, I believed all of this. What sort of tricks did the devil try? Well, the devil would try. Did he, did he confiscate his Grecian two thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of what he did was get rid of any kind of black substances, boot <laughs> polish, the yeah. like that. Devil is not high tech. The devil I, is yeah. hiding your I hair. can't imagine it would I knew my father said that the devil was tempting him. Now at the time I didn't question what that meant. He was probably putting out a few Kit Kats yeah, or maybe an old wagon wheel in front that's of right. him. Maybe yeah. a, a marathon bar as they were known in the sixties. That's right. Or a can that's of fizzy pop. That's it. Could but be, couldn't it? I feel like now in my adult life temptation is, is takes on another level than what just sweets. What could it be? Drugs, sex, Drugs, booze. maybe, maybe booze. Ah, well, Catholics, booze is practically compulsory, let's that, face that, it. That's true. That that's would true. be a temptation. That would be, should they, they drink that's booze just, in the mass? That's right, yeah. Um, other religions, it's, it's frowned upon, in, in Catholicism, frowned upon if you don't drink. Um, drugs, were there drugs in Ireland in the 60s? Maybe horse tranquilizers. Yeah, I um, just wonder what the temptation is. Or does the I devil... think, what does the, the priest specifically not be able to do, Well, Clinton? I think it's making love, isn't <gasps> it? It is making love, That's yeah. Right. Yeah, I it is. I used to term euphemistically. So maybe <laughs> paraded a lot of um, ladies in front of Ladies, said, or on. maybe men. Who knows? Who knows? Well, 
Aideen, look, before you go, just quickly tell anyone where they can see you. Okay, you can see, go to my Instagram, at Aideen McQueen. Um, very few ghost stories, more stories about being ghosted by men. Oh. And, <laughs> and um, I will be, be in tomorrow, Friday, I'll be in the Raven. Oh, that's tomorrow, that might be a bit too early. That's too early. Yeah, and then I'm off on holidays for 10 days, so see you, okay. And go All right, don't worry. I will let everyone know when Aideen you're next McQueen. on. Maybe you'll be on with me again soon. Hopefully. I, I hope, hope so. so. All right, that's Aideen McQueen there. Thank you so much. Spooky, I think you'll agree. This week, well, in most weeks, I receive the 14 times, right, which I thought would be quite a good... You know, something to draw from. Do you, yes, want to, do you know I what I mean? Think it's for you lot. more scientific than your, your chat mags. Oh, it's it? too intellectual for this lot listening. Jesus Christ, it's stupid, a lot of the people. But, Again, that's something you should Oh, be sorry. Uh, in the latest edition, <laughs> right? Wow. Sorry. Uh, 90 years. Do you know it's 90 years since the first photographic sighting oh. of Loch Ness Monster? which I feel falls within the remit of this podcast. Right. Right. And I've got to tell you something. I don't know whether... Have I ever told you the story on this podcast before? Of the Loch Ness Monster? No. Some years ago, this is true, uh, a lady friend of mine said, do I want to come to a talk? And she had a friend of a friend who was a member of the Royal Geographic Society right. to come and hear Nicholas Witchell talking about... Don't roll your eyes. Nicholas Witchell, the Royal... Oh, a dreadful man. Famously, Prince Charles said that about the yeah, cloisters or with something. A, with a live mic. With a live mic. There's a bloody hit God bear him. Be- so anyway, we went off to see Nick Switchell and it was a talk about Loch Ness. Now, me and this lady friend, equally as thick as I am, were thinking, great, monsters, monster talk, monster talk. We sat down there and he starts the thing by going, you know, obviously, um, you know, uh, there are some people who believe there's a monster in there and everyone sort of laughed. And I was going, yeah, <laughs> isn't that what we're here for? And it was a two-hour conversation. About what? Flora and fauna. that! God, I'm thinking, come on, I'm, I'm the monster. Yeah, all right. I don't want to hear about that. You know? Oh, my God, it was dry. It was so boring. But the fact that everyone had laughed that someone could even think there was a monster. You couldn't leave. I was thinking, <laughs> well, if we're not having the monster, I'm off. <laughs> get down to Kingdom of Sweets and, uh, you know, get, get down to, you know, Piccadilly Circus, see Ripley's Believe It or Not. Something, you know, which is more akin to my level of intelligence. But bloody, how did I get onto that? Anyway, the point is that I want to get more Chat It's Fate magazines discontinued. Yeah. And I went on eBay and there's someone who was selling 70 of them. I looked it up. <gasps> yeah, no, no word of I brought you a massive load of yes. them. Yes. Turns out what? So this person is selling them online and, well, and they're going? That's what I thought. That's what I thought until I saw this, right? Here we go. Where is it? Here we go. Chatter's Fate magazine, discontinued, as we know, it's discontinued. Yeah. I have 70 Chat It's Fate magazines throughout the years of 2018 to 2021. As I'm sure you can appreciate, I cannot 
out. He meant cut out every single article, picture on here. But if you have a certain year preference, please let me know and I will send out an article. Eleven ninety nine for him to cut out an article and send it in the bloody post. Cheeky sod. Cheeky sod. The magazine's articles in the photo may not be available as I've had many sales this past month. So please just message me what year if you want or I will just send a surprise article out. So you could pay this man eleven ninety nine, and he'll cut out an article from this shit sheet and say, <laughs> I mean, some people have got some front, haven't they? Yeah, I'd really? be, I'd be, I'd be really. St- I'd really be interested to know if he gets any takers. Well, I assume that people want an individual... Unless it's you who appeared in the magazine, you want You'd him to You'd have your co- own copy, sure. Well, you would yeah. think so, but honestly, there's some chances, aren't there? I, thought- I just had a little brainwave for your cool. merch. Yes. We could do a similar thing and make him into, like... I know, silly, but... Go on. And it would be just for decorative purposes, obviously, for our audience. Yes. But bookmarks. Would, would you people be interested in do bookmarks? What bookmark? do you mean? Well, we could have like a Sandrea Moss's face on it. Oh, actually, a... we just cut it out. <laughs> Laminate it. <laughs> Fuck the laminate. Just send it in the post. We can stick it on, I don't know, a ba- you know, like in your tights, you get a little bit of square, like cardboard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> cardboard. Oh, yes. Holding your tights in the packet. I've got loads of them. Would you like cut, us to do cut, that? I could stick. I could get me sticky, uh, pretty stick out. L- 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 sticky tights out. Listen, you know, if you want us to do that and you want us an eleven ninety nine, it wouldn't take much to yeah. Rip that <laughs> have, that. Take, have that one. There you go. Yeah. That's a good bookmark. What does that one say? Surprise! Uh, uh, surprise! Uh, and was frustrated that I couldn't help him as I was yeah. very young and didn't know how to properly channel my powers. Exactly. Unfortunately, that was the article I was just about to oh, read out. So. No. Never mind. So that's my point. Okay, let's get on. Flipping. Chat is Let, a scam. <laughs> let's get into <laughs> Chat It's Fate, Man in the Mirror. Spooky music, please. Linda. An evil poltergeist tried to kill me, screams Karen Hillier, 51, from Brighton. Sitting around on the carpet surrounded by empty boxes, I giggled with my housemates Bob and Nick. We'd just moved into a rented three-bed house together and it had dawned on us that we had no kitchen things at all, not even a kettle to make a cup of tea. Uh, But we were in our early 20s, so that didn't matter. We had our freedom, our independence, and that was brilliant. As the weekends went by, sorry, the weeks went by, we acquired saucepans, plates and cutlery. Hmm, acquired. Now, when I used to say I acquired things, it'd be like glasses from the pub. That's it. How do you nick a saucepan? Well, you know, like students, they pick up all this old junk. (laughs) But we had such a laugh living together, just the three of us. But there was something that niggled me. Whenever I was alone in the flat, I felt, well, strange. There seemed to be a dark, sad sombre energy as if the house didn't want me there oh my fucking god odd things happened i'd put me keys down on the side table go back to get them and they'd have vanished after hunting high and low i finally found them on the other side of the flat on another occasion the same thing happened with a framed picture it vanished from my room and turned up in the kitchen One day I was alone in the flat when I went into a room and stopped dead. I could hear a sighing noise and it wasn't me making it. Who's there? I stammered, looking around me. There was no one there. Then I felt it. Breath on the back of my neck. There was also a, a strong, pungent smell 
of sulphur. If a ghost comes up to me and says, I'm real. <laughs> I was pretty freaked out. I told Nick and Bob what had happened and they felt things too in the house, but not as strongly as I did. Not long after that, I was alone in the flat having a shower before I got ready to go out. The bathroom was steamed up, so I, so I wiped the mirror and saw Gwyneth Paltrow sat <laughs> legs akimbo. Oh, no. I wiped the mirror and to do my hair and my stomach lurched! A man's face was peering at me from oh, the mirror. Oh, Christ! Old and wrinkled, he had a nasty glint in his eye. What do you want? I cried, but he vanished. The same thing happened the next day, but this time the man in the mirror didn't immediately vanish. He held my gaze, looking angry, aggressive, even mocking. Terrified, I ran into my bedroom and collapsed in tears. What the hell was going on? Was I going mad? After this, things escalated quickly. The ghost, or whatever it was, in the flat, no longer targeted me. He went about his haunting business when the boys were there too. Oh... We'd put our crockery away at night, only to find it had reappeared all stacked up within seconds. Well, I don't believe that. Bloody students never do that, yeah, do exactly. they? we put the chairs under the table, then find them stacked together. I'd tidy up, and moments later, my room would be mess again. If cutlery was put in the drawer, we'd find it all tossed haphazardly across the table. Then one day, we came downstairs, and a colander flew at my head. I heard an old man's voice saying, Slogs! Slogs! What oh, sounds like the pol- they feel poltergeist? Dogs! I looked down the floor. Oh, this is horrible, this. Get this. I looked down the floor and sure enough, there were hundreds of slugs all over the kitchen floor. Bob and Nick were all as horrified as I was. We all agreed this had to stop. We just didn't know how. One evening, we were playing some music when Bob came stomping out the kitchen. There was something strange about his eyes. Peering at him, I realised the whites had turned red. Bob, I stammered. My name is Michael, he said harshly. He didn't sound like Bob. He had a different accent. All right, can you just stop taking the piss out of it? What? I'm trying to get into the dramatic bullshit of it. Just a minute, Linda. That is scary. What? Turn that off a second. One, slugs all over the floor. Secondly, a man bloody well possessed. Student houses, not unusual for uh, slugs around the floor or someone to go in the kitchen and come out with a different face on. Yeah. My name is Michael, he said. My name is Michael. I felt my throat go dry. I glanced at Nick, who looked terrified. He's been possessed, I cried. <laughs> Bob, I'm doing it now. Bob came for me. He lunged at me, his hands grasping for my neck, his red eyes full of rage. I ran to the door, but it locked itself in front of me. Come upstairs, Nick cried. We bounded upstairs and locked ourselves in Nick's room. He had a Bible on his windowsill. We started reciting the Lord's Prayer loudly, and we could hear Bob outside, but as we continued the prayer, we heard his footsteps ebb away. We stayed there all night, terrified. Next morning, Bob couldn't remember anything, but I was so frightened that I stepped on my office floor that night. Right, and now there's the bit that I ripped out that I'm trying to put there. Uh, A few days later, a cannon from the church came. I feel that... With Bobby Ball. I feel a dark presence, he told us. This Michael wants to kill someone in this house and he's latched onto someone. Don't get too technical. Then he looked straight at me. I gulped. I knew it was me he'd been after all along. I'd always been connected to spirit and had clairvoyant powers. The canon said this was why Michael had singled me out. He sensed my gift and was frustrated I couldn't help him as I was very young and didn't know how to 
properly. Oh, it's just a breakdown in communication then, is it? <laughs> Absolutely. It was a wake-up call for me. I joined a spiritualist church where I learnt to channel my gift and get rid of nasty spirits. However, I trained myself to do most spiritualist work as I was already gifted. Years later, I am a professional medium and work full-time doing psychic readings. It took years to get over what happened, but I suppose I have to thank Michael, the poltergeist, in, in a way. He forced me to hone my psychic gift and made me the medium I am today. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Do you know what this is? What? Why is she taking on his shit? Well, I oh, think... Oh, I have to thank him for being awful and trying to kill me. Typical, isn't it? Yeah. It no, was you're... my fault for not being able to communicate with him properly. Also, I would imagine in a student house like that, the one woman there, she's the one who kept putting things away. You make you wonder... They didn't do anything about the slugs. She put, she's putting all the crockery away, putting the cutlery away. Did you see blokes? Blokes, student, doing that? No, not without some very, very strongly worded post-it notes. I think that really it's the blokes dicking her around in that, I don't do. you? Yeah. I really do. So one of the housemates got her to stay in his room all night long. Yeah. Come I th- on now. Yeah, I Come think... Come on now. I think that's ridiculous. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, look, this is very important. We've got to speak to someone. We've got five minutes right. to speak to them. But I would want to deal with... This is, the, this is the letter they sent in. It's the one and only Matt Stanley. And he has sent in quite... Well, a couple of very spooky happenings. If you would, please, Linda. I was told this story back in the late 90s, which happened to a good friend of mine. Oh, yeah, goes to a different school, maybe in Canada. <laughs> who used to cycle around Calderstones Park in Liverpool quite often. Around the side of the park, close to the main road, while cycling one day, he saw a couple walking, so went on the grass to avoid them. Just as he passed them, he realised they had Victorian clothes on. The man had a top hat and a suit, and the lady wore a Victorian-era dress on. Oh. A man had a top hat. The lady wore a Victoria area dress on. Yeah. Can you get? Can you write properly, Matt, please? Being a bit taken back, straight away, aback, straight away he looked back towards them, but they had disappeared in thin air and nowhere for them to go at that point. Are you? Uh, seconds later, all he could hear then was the sound of flowing tracking, flowing tracking, he meant traffic, off the main road. He claimed it was like he had gone in some sort of brief time slip. No explanation, broad daylight, and they were so vivid. Since then, a number of people over the years since then have had similar experiences since then. In that very area, they are in a time slip. Yes, she said that. There is a few areas in Liverpool that claim to have time slips, Bold Street being the most documented for it. Hey, I'm going to Liverpool this weekend. Maybe if, I should go and have a little time uh, slip. Calderston Park in right, Liverpool. Right. Time slip. Look at some of the fashions there. You might think you are in the time slip. <laughs> Uh, now, then he sent me this one. That one was badly written. Agreed. He then sent me this one. Had to get a reminder from my mum today for this one, but hand on heart, it generally, genuinely spooked my dad out because before it, he wasn't really into ghosts and things, but could never explain this. Back in the late 70s, just after I was born, we all moved house. Next to the stairs going up the next floor was a utility room where the washing machine, etc., was. Not long after moving, my mum was sorting washing out in this room and just happened to turn her head towards the stairs only to see what looked like an old woman going up them. Now, she told my dad, and dad at the time wasn't into anything like ghosts and stuff, and made a bit of fun out of it until he was in this utility room one day and thought he saw the same thing as my mum. 
During the coming months of being there, they both saw, or thought they'd saw, this old woman on a few more occasions heading up the stairs. Now, mine and my brother's room was upstairs, and one day my dad went up there, and soon as he opened the door, he thought he could smell like someone had smoked a pipe in there. <laughs> Obviously, not my brother, who was only five or six, or me as a baby at the time. My dad had enough and went to see the local priest nearby who agreed to come to house and bless it. <laughs> come to house and bless it. Which he did. However, he said to my mum and dad that the previous residents were an elderly couple and the man had died who he knew from going to the church and did indeed smoke a pipe. Right. What the old lady was doing going up the stairs, who knows? I don't know, maybe going up the stairs? Uh, maybe going a ghost, to see though. him. There's no women living in, no old lady living in the house. But one thing's for sure, we did in fact, one word, move to another house <laughs> swiftly. But one thing's for sure, we did in fact move to another house swiftly. It's from Matt Stanley. Let's get the bloke on the phone now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We have got Matt Stanley here now. Hello, Matt. Where are you ringing from? Hello, Clinton. I'm from Liverpool, Formby. Formby way. So from Liv- Formby in, in Liverpool. Yes, very well, thank you. Um, it's looking lovely. We, we see we got the benefit we can see Matt there. Yeah. And he's got he reminded me that I do need some furniture for my There's office. Some lovely storage. Some going lovely on there. storage going. Did you put it up yourself, Matt? 
I, I tried my best. Yeah. yeah. IKEA, IKEA it is. Well, that's so. what I want. That's what I, that's what made me think. If IKEA are listening, we'd very much like to have more office you could furniture. Be an influencer, couldn't you? A storage influencer. I could be a storage influencer. We could say one of them's haunted or something, couldn't we? Haunted box. Haunted box. Well, <laughs> don't worry, you can have some treatment for that. Let's get on with the show. Uh Matt, can you Linda, could you please Put the spooky music oh, yeah, on. And Matt, please, just to, right, to, to, we've been through the story. Could, there, could it be a possibility that someone, this fella who lived in the house, who smoked a pipe, there's just the residual smell of a bleeding pipe, yeah. is it not? Yeah, it drips out the wall sometimes. It could it? do, couldn't it? I'm playing devil's advocate, Matt, but I've got to cover all the bases. You understand? Is there no way it was just the smell of this bloke's smelly pipe? Definitely not, apparently. <laughs> No, no one wants a smelly pipe, do they? So, you know, this is... No. <laughs> oh, come on, we can raise it. We're laughing about someone's smelly pipe now. That's disgusting. <laughs> come on. Matt. Oh. The old man's smelly pipe, you know? Oh, I know. come on. Nothing, that's not... Nothing worse is the... <laughs> come on. Happens to us all. All right, that's right. No more smelly pipe talk, please. All I'm saying is that, you know, there could have been someone there with a bit of ready rub who was, you know... <laughs> It can, you've seen people, haven't you? Old ladies, they sit in a chair. Yeah. Above them, there's all that sort of nicotine. You've seen it. Yeah. That's what I'm suggesting is in the walls of this house. Yeah. You never know, do you? We never know. But you've convinced him. Because all I know is when I, I go up and down the country doing my readings, I've already mentioned going to stay in various hotels. What often happens is, well, not often, but sometimes I go into it and there's a smell of slight smell of cigarette smelly smoke. Smelly pipe, yes. Of a smelly pipe. Someone's had a smelly pipe in there, right? <laughs> they're smoking. Uh, they're, they're, you know what I mean? You, there's, someone's had a curry in there from Deliveroo or something the night before. <laughs> oh, Deliveroo, isn't it? De- you know? de- yeah, Matt, leave the jokes. To us. <laughs> the, the thing is, you know, Sean, isn't that just someone being in there, you know, in times past? I mean, what have you, when you go into a hotel room, you must have smelled sick. What oh about you? Oh, my God, I went to stay at a place once. Yeah. Me and my sister were told we were going to go and be staying at, um, uh, we were going to see Take That in London. Right. And oh, I remember you saying about yeah, this. And you ended up in Luton or something, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we were promised a, a luxury London hotel, all included with the coach fare and everything. Yeah. We ended up in bloody Luton. And honestly, that bed, I lay down on the bed and I could smell the previous occupant's breath on the pillow. Disgusting. <laughs> I where I when I often often I go up down the country. Sometimes the venue pays mm. for my hotel, and quite often it is a travel lodge. Budget is it? It's budget. It's sometimes the premier the premier inn, which is the premier hotel that one can stay at. But very often, if it's very busy over a weekend, I'm often there at weekends. The hotel's so full. I often stay in room for disabled people. So quite often the bath. It's very, very shallow. I don't know why it's very, very shallow. Now, a breeze of insertion, probably. Something like that. So you can get in and out. Well, exactly. What happens is my undercarriage, clean as a whistle, clean as a whistle, sat in a little pool of, you know, radox. Yeah. But the rest of me is dry as a bone. That is what I don't like about those hotel rooms. That is my most appalling thing. Or if there's some pubic hairs on the on oh the side. Oh my god, right. Four in a bed, you'd easily take back with out. you back you in a minute. Matt, <laughs> at the end and there'd be like some sort of uproar can you justify that yes i can yeah. there was a pube under me pillow uh, did you see that one where they went to stay at a nudist colony and um 
Someone yeah. said, oh, why don't you pull the wardrobe out? Like it wasn't the production company. Go on, right? yeah. Oh, no DVD back there, which is old school in itself now, isn't really? it? Really? So, yeah. So sometimes you can get an... You, it's like Time Team, but, but disgusting. Like more recent, and you can find out exactly what people have been up to. I sometimes... With you in a minute, Matt. Sometimes I find that I don't like walking in bare feet on mm. the carpet. I feel like Howard Hughes, I want to put down newspaper to walk on from the bathroom. Also, don't ever use that. You know, they sometimes put a bedspread over in places. Go on. Don't ever. Why? Because it's never cleaned, is it? Well, they don't move that. They just move the duvet, don't oh, they? Oh, Matt, I don't feel you've done the story justice. Is there anything you can throw in at the end? Um, well, they've gone back to the pipe smoking, the smelly yeah. pipe. The yeah. old man's smarty pipe. Yeah. Apparently, cuts long story short, my dad was a bit of a poo pooer with this type of stuff. God. Right. Um, he did get the uh, the vicar to come, or the priest to come round, you know, to check this out. Yeah. And um, apparently the, the guy did have a smarty yeah. pipe. Matt, 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 we know... Right, we know that, right? But he, that's less... Did he die of the smelly pipe? Do we the... know? Jesus Christ, lay off his smelly pipe! <laughs> Matt, Matt... The, the vicar's talents stretch to knowing who his congregation are, not any particularly, you know, uh, paranormal skills. I'm playing devil's advocate. I want you to offer me up some sort of proof. He might have stunk up you too. He did. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Matt, you're, you're looking at a crib sheet. What else did you want to tell us? Well, there was a there was a lady as well. There was a lady that was in. Right. Okay. This house now here we go. Well. Go on. So here we go. So I think there's a bit of a backstory to it. So basically, yeah. this was back in the late seventies. Yeah. So this was like when I was just born. So we've just moved into this house. Yes. And uh, there's like a little utility room that was like next to a set of stairs. Yeah. So what used to happen apparently was my mum used to see like a a, a lady going up the stairs. Okay. Matt, Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. We just read out this story, Matt. We've done it. We've done the story, Matt. We've done it. Do we know anything about her? What, what? are you going? Are you telling us more? Or are you just going to repeat what we've already done? No, apparently there's a bit more. That oh, she... okay. Go on. Sorry. Patience. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> no. Jesus that... Christ, spit it out. <laughs> she used to go up the stairs into yes. the smelly pipe room. And we don't know why. We don't know why, but it's again to open a bloody did. window. <laughs> well, Matt... Thank you very much. That has been most eye-opening. Yeah. It was. If you're uh... listening to this now, we can play the drink, the Clinton Baptist drinking game. Every time someone says "smelly pipe," <laughs> yeah. be absolutely trolled by now. <laughs> Matt, what have you got to do now? Look at someone's hard drive. What? Try and make it interesting. Yeah, um, just turn yeah. something on and off yeah. again. You know. Okay. Yeah, mess around with some cables. Okay, wonderful. Like Matt that. Stanley, please, if anyone wants to use your uh, organisation, what are they called? Uh, they're now Concentrics now. So, yeah. Concentrics? Concent- yeah, Concentrics. So. <laughs> yeah, the emphasis on con. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Stanley Evans, lots of love to you. Thank you very much for joining in. Uh, no, thanks if for there's us. any more uh, ghost stories, please don't send them here. But thank you so much and good luck with everything. I can't help noticing you've got a foot up. Why Why is your foot up here, Matt, before we go? Just tell me what's going on here. It's a bit of an instance of the weekend, Clinton. Will it be amusing, Matt? Because it's, it's, it's a four out of ten so far, mate. Not amusing to me. But... Oh, go on then. 
don't we'll delete in, this later. Go on, what happened? <laughs> I was in the card shop at the weekend. Cards with shop. Yeah, card like shop. Like cards, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one that was named after yourself. So we can oh, drop yes. it in if you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Minding my own business, and there was a lady in there with a dog with a high-vis vest on. The dog had, had a high-vis vest on? She blind, was she, or something? No, this one was a different. Had assistance dog written on the on the on the on the vest. Okay, right, assistance so, dog. Yeah, it's like trotting about in in the shop. I'm minding my own business, looking at cards and things. Next minute, it stands on my toe, <laughs> and I think it's potentially broken. Well, how big was this bloody dog? Same how size. Big was it? Do you that film K Nine? It was one of those dogs. It was bloody massive. Honestly, it was and huge. It, the paws on it were like something out of Jurassic Park. I'm and not even kidding you. D- um, and so, ironically, this is supposed to help people who have sort of needs, and and it's now rendered you out of action. Yeah, basically, yeah, it broke my toe. But what happened was when it did stun, no, you go, ow, because it really is. Yeah, I reached out and I was about to touch the dog. Yeah, not not like you know, just touch it like. Yeah, and he went, oh, don't be stroking the dog. It's it's working. That's what he said to me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> working. What are it's these working. Trains? And really? I was like, "Yeah, it's working hard. It's just bust me toe." So, you know, I'd have pushed her over the bleeding. Yeah. So no, no break dancing, no football. It's all what, 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 what's happening? You metatarsal, is it? I think it is. Yeah, that same thing that Beckham had. Yeah. Well, you know? do you remember what they did in the, in the sun? You could hover your hands over David Beckham's metatarsal to get it better. Stick that yeah. foot up, Matt. I will do. Now I'm going to put it here. I'm going to reaching out over Zoom. <laughs> My healing hands. You do know I'm not fit anymore. Oh, Christ, that has swelled right up, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like this, this this left shoe, this is a size 11, and the other uh, one's only okay. a size 8, so, you know. Uh, okay, it. Matt. Well, I think we've done the dog now. Uh, I'm going to say thank you very, very much. Keep your smelly pipe to yourself, and <laughs> thank you. Best of luck to you, mate, and don't go to any card shops, all right? I won't. Thank you very much anyway. All right. Lots of love. Lots of love, Matt. Bye-bye. Cheers. Well, Erskine Court has been a very happy place for a number of residents. Yes. But you know, of course, Ruth Abbott has moved in to number six. And this is what transpired this week. Toilet's blocked, Clinton. That's not my problem. You're in charge. You have to come and unblock my toilet. Yes, I I am only the chairman of the Residents Association. It is not my... You need to speak to the landlord, right? You need to speak to... You need to speak to Eversham Properties, please. I think it must be Mrs Stewart that's blocked my toilet, though, so you'll have to come and... Mrs. Stewart is dead. The ghost of Mrs. Stewart has blocked your toilet, has she? She's done a big poo. Right. Mrs. Stewart has not done a poo in your... Mrs. Stewart died. There's no ghost. There's no ghost of Mrs. Stewart and there's no Mrs. Ghost of Stewart's faeces blocking your toilet. She did it there in my toilet. I asked her not to, but she... 
she just sat there and looked at me while she was doing it, looked me right in the eye, did a bit Right, poo. OK. Ruth, I haven't got time for this. The fact is, we do have a problem with wet wipes being flushed down the toilet. If anything, it's Mrs Harding just below you, right? She's blocked the, the stack pipe, OK? Now, we're trying to sort that out. You'll have to take it up with, with Irene downstairs from you, right? OK, so if you could just go and speak to her. We're trying to sort it out with Eversham Properties at the moment, all right? But there's no girls' poos. There's no Mrs Stewart singing Michael fucking Bublé on the toilet. So kindly sort it out yourself, because it's not really my responsibility, all right? She wasn't singing Michael Bublé on the toilet. She was just quiet. Forget so. Michael Bublé. Forget Bublé. Forget it. It's nothing to do with Mrs Stewart or me. Please go and speak to Irene. And if you've got a problem, speak to Eversham Properties, please. Will you speak to Irene? In fact, will you come with me to speak to Irene and then come with me to Eversham Properties, please? Clancy. I'll come with you to Eversham... I'll go and speak to Irene and I'll come with you to Eversham Properties. Last week, I was in Manchester. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where you hail from, isn't it, it my is, love? It is, it yeah? is. Well, I was up in Ancoats. You know Ancoats, the yes, northern quarter? northern quarter. Very smart now. Well, you... <laughs> Funny you should say that, Linda, because a little bit of an adventure happening now, because I did a gig... I'm not going to name the pub because people will think I'm referring to that as a rough house. It's not a rough house, but the Oldham Road is a bit <laughs> of a rough house. Up in Ancoats. And uh, I was with a wonderful comedian called Mike Milligan, right? And this is what happened. You join me at Gulliver's in Manchester, in Oldham Street, where I'm about to give one of my sacred readings. And coming on before me is... Well, we've gigged together an awful lot on tours and stuff. It's Mike Milligan. Hi, Mike. Hello, lovely man. How are you? Oh, isn't that lovely? It's so wonderful to see you. But the listeners don't want to hear all this bullshit. Let's get on with the spooky. Well, um, one of my mates um, in Hexham, where I live, it's a, it's a town about 20, a very nice Northumberland market town about 20 miles outside Newcastle. Yeah. I'm not from there. I'm, I'm, I'm gay to scum. Right, but I've bettered okay. myself with my missus, so I live out there now in an attempt to um, bourgeoisment um, yes. and sociological term. Which well, we you're wearing about. shoes now for a kid. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, something, yeah. isn't it? Um, but this is actually true. This is a truey. Uh, Mr. Baptista Truy. Yeah. There was a, um, so there's there, there's a building which used to be um, a, a workhouse, which wasn't a very nice place in Victorian times. Yes, uh, yes. Obviously, we'll bring them back when the Tories uh, <laughs> if they right, had their own way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And Won't be long, so we'll have to pay to go there, probably. And, and before then, it was a lunatic asylum. I don't think you can say lunatic, but I'm using historical terms, so please don't cancel me. No. That's what it was called in its historical terms. A not job, a not job, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, and it was reopened um, about a decade ago. There's a fucking fight going on outside now. Hold on. Yeah, it's a bit of a rough house round here in Oldham Street. It's vibrant. Yeah, yeah, okay. Carry on, mate. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm now quite shaking. I've had a flashback. I'm talking like you now. Why have yeah. I done the cotton? <laughs> this yeah. part of Manchester, um, yeah, a famous comedian whose name I won't mention once right. got held up at knife point, yeah. But anyway... Held up at knife point, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That, this is it, what I go through <laughs> to give entertainment to you lot. 
I, uh, I'll be using my ex-army Northern Ireland skills to get back to the car after this gig. Yeah, okay. um, I, anyway, so there the, the used to be a lunatic asylum, and it used to be a workhouse. Not, not nice vibes, shall mm. we say, not nice vibes. Mm. But they reopened as a therapy centre, and uh, that's a therapy that I'm not wrong with now. Uh, one of my mates was a hypnotherapist, mm. and he... Uh, they gave them each their own little room yeah. and they did it up themselves. Now, me mate Martin, when he was doing up his painting his own little therapy room, room there was nobody yeah. else in the centre. Right. And it's huge, long corridors, you know, very old building. Right. Okay. And he used to hear knocks and bangs and whispers. Slow down for effect, Mike. Slow he down for He used to effect. hear. Um, and he knew the place was well weird. Well, uh, I was going to... Uh, See Martin for some therapy because I'm 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 a, I'm a mental uh, can't say that now a mental case a mental case yeah um, and Martin wasn't there yet so you know everyone you have your favourite place to poop, poop. right yeah yes, there's, yes. There's, a, there's, a, there's a good place you've got to know places to have a dump if you yeah, get caught short. I know I know and the therapy centre in Hexham was great because yeah. it had like you know little hand towels and lavender and it, it was proper posh that's right so. Um, let me explain. There was like a vestibule, this like anti Explain, I've done it before many times, yeah. oh, thousands <laughs> of times. I know, I know the format, go on, yeah. There a vestibule, so um, two sets of doors. So you went in, you locked the door that kept the corridor out, yeah. and there was a vestibule where you were, right. and then you locked the bog door, so there's nobody could be in there. Right. So I'm Bloody sitting... Hell. go on, oh, get, get, get it. So I'm sitting there on the cars, he's just about to log on, and um, the whole door shuddered, like banged, but... Can I explain? You've like, had a ruby the night yeah, before? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> but this is where it gets weird, because it was from the inside. It was almost like the door was vibrating, so the knock came from inside the door. You could see oh, the door shit. Shit. Ah, shit. Good job I was on the loo, that's all I what, can say. the knock was coming from inside yeah, the, the door? Yeah, the door. But obviously, there's nobody could be in the vestibule, because oh, it was locked God. from the corridor. Oh, but God. I, before that happened, I heard a, a, like, a noise like... Like somebody was pushing, I can imagine a huge Hessian basket filled with light washing, right. as if somebody was pushing that across God. the floor outside. My God. And after I'd heard three or four of those, like, even then I'm thinking that can't be possible because nobody can be in the right. antechamber because it's locked. So I heard oh, three of those and then on the door, and the whole door Coming shut from it. the inside. inside the door, yeah. Oh. It was like the whole door just vibrated. So luckily I was having a dumb at the time right, because I would have right. shot myself anyway. Yeah. So. Um, me inner jolly, uh, I thought, shit, it's going to be a fight here. So I opened the door and I was out, and the vestibule was silent, there was nobody there. Didn't tell anybody. Gets better. A couple of years later, I was chatting to Martin, yeah. the, um, the, the therapist guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I told him about the Hex and Pooh ghost, and he said, Christ, mate, he said, that is, that's his sentence. He broke my neck, he said, because when I was painting the room, yeah. he said, I went downstairs for a pee yeah. um, in, a, 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 in that loo. Yeah. He said, and I heard a noise like somebody pushing a huge bag of... And you, had you told him about the bag? No, no, I hadn't. No. No. <gasps> and then he said, but I didn't hear a bang. He said, I just heard this really almost disembodied voice going, hello. No. No, that happened as well. That's true. That's true. Uh, no, it gets, it gets better, no, it gets better though. Right, and, okay, um, this is good, isn't it, folks? Yeah, so me missus... Um, she went there as Luxe has kicked some middle class and has therapy. Mm. She was going there uh, for some, um, uh, the woman who does her back massage because she had a bad back. I know. And, the, and there was like, again, there was like a main waiting room where you sat. And um, the, the massage woman was said, oh, another one of the therapists is, is leaving because she's sick of the girl at the door, at oh, the main door. Right. And Leslie heard about this and Leslie was sitting there, he misses. And she looked at the door that came off the main road. He said, she said there was a girl there in her early 20s 
or like a hair everywhere, like distraught. She looked like like feral. Right. Like, and she was at the door, like banging to get in. But Leslie said there was something within me thought, I'm not going to open that door. There's something not right here. Can you just rewind? The woman had said that, and we another that... therapist had been banging on about the girl yeah. at the door, and Leslie didn't know what she meant. And then Leslie saw. It. And then Leslie was sitting, and then the girl at the door appeared. Just after she'd heard this story? Oh, no, it was a couple of months, a oh, couple of months later. Right. So, and, and Leslie thought, hold on, there's something unearthly about Unearthly about this, it wasn't right. Yeah. And then Leslie uh, looked and turned away and the girl had gone. Bloody hell. So, um, and a few people had seen this girl at the door, but she'd never let in. She all disappeared. And I think it's a lot to do with the... Um, had a really horrible feel about the place. They've, they've, they've locked it up now, and I think they're going to make it into flats. Yeah. I certainly would not be buying a flat there. Don't buy a flat in Hexham, whereabouts? I might not say that in case there's litigation. Unless no. you're like um, a ghost hunter or something, but... Well, that was wonderful. Mike is on stage in a minute, and there will be a translation available for that story on the website. Through a medium. Through a medium. <laughs> for a second, he looked like he was going to kill me there, because I was, looked like I was doing a rather cheap joke about the Geordies. Michael, thank you very much. That was proper, proper good. I'm giving that nine out of ten. Thank you. Thank you, Lida. Thank you. Well, you would have thought Mike was exaggerating yeah. about using his military training, but this is what he told me when he came back the next day to do the second night of the gig. Have a listen to this, Linda. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Do you recall during the interview with Mike Milligan the other day when uh, suddenly halfway through there was a little bit of um, a contretemps outside? Uh, that's rather a fancy way of discussing a load of scabby drug dealers having a fight. And Mike made a quip about, well, he can use his army training to deal with it. And told and briefly touched on a comedian, nearly there, Mike, briefly touched on a comedian who was held at knife point. Well, Mike's got something to tell us. We'll have some spooky music on, Linda, for different reasons. Here we go. Some hair-raising music. Go on. Well, well, um, I can't say leader, because that's glitteresque, isn't it? No, don't no, say No, I can't that. say leader. Um, well, um... How can I call you? A guru. I I'm see you guru. as a guru. I'm a can-do guru. A kangaroo, but not a kangaroo. A kangaroo. Like a mental guru. A mental guru. Is it you? Yeah, anyway, is it you? Mental guru. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stop showing your age in front of Sorry, my young, young, young Well, basically, um, basically, Mr Baptiste, um, we were joking, half joking about the... Um, the, the you know the fact it was it was it looked uh, a tad rough outside a that, tad, part, yeah. that part of Manchester's always had a reputation yeah and I used to play the frog there twenty five years ago that is the frog and bucket yes. for any comedy of you yeah. non comedy people and it was always uh, like like uh, doing Logan's Run trying to yeah. get up that road Christ and like we said we, we there was some um, skanky uh, drug dealer types having a fight outside yeah so uh, I left uh, to, to get back home after I'd, I'd done my bit yeah. and the car park I'd parked in was around the corner out the way a little bit secluded right so using my uh, long forgotten army training yes fighting in the built up area plus I have to add 30 years of coming out of rough shitholes late at night oh, Christ, um, yeah. and just having a, a bit a bit of um, awareness <laughs> Having your me. antennae. Aye, uh, you do. Yeah. You, you get like, uh, 
So, outside the car park, there's these two knackers, these two scrotes, um, just hanging around outside the car park, which you wouldn't... Just wrong. Red flags. Yeah, red flags. So, uh, in the army, uh, back in the day, and they called them dickers in the olden days, yeah. people who hung around, uh, like, keeping lookout for dodgy reasons. Um, so I saw these two, I thought, up to no good. And what I surmised, which it turned out to be correct, is I thought, right, they're sitting out there, and they've, they've got a mate either inside, other side of the wall, in this car park, so they can signal to go and somebody's oh, coming. And I could just yeah. say, because there's no other reason why to be there, and they looked a couple of wrong ones. Yeah. So, uh, using my military training and my years of experience... You immediately crawled on your belly up Yeah, to... I smeared dung on my face. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> um, and, and tied like a bandana. Yeah. And so I went around the corner and then cut straight back in uh, yeah. to kind of catch them off guard. Oh, OK. Brilliant. Um, doubled back, yeah, lost my tail, and then I... Pissed up the stairs like 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 flipping. You see in bolt. I was up the stairs oh, even on like early sixty. Sort of multi-story yeah, yeah. type. Oh, Oomph, I was God. up there, and I was in the car much quicker than they would have expected God. me. God. And just as I was getting in the car, yeah. there's a scroll coming up there. I'm going, hey, hey, mate, hey. Oh no. Um. So I got in the car, and I thought, right, yeah, you're going to move, or you're you, you going down, mate. Right. Um, oh, so I, it was like Starsky and Hutch, you know, the um, Quinn Martin tires. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was down the ramp, and obviously moved out the way. And I got out and I was away. But um, if I hadn't had my wits about me, it, it, it was no coincidence. They were definitely, he was part of this. Right, yeah. This kind of triumph of evil, these three naggers. Um, so, yeah, just just listeners, just have your wits about you because if you hadn't, if I hadn't have, um, you know, been kind of uh, a bit, you know, squared away and organised there, I would, I would have been rolled, I would have been mugged. Right. So this is the Oldham Road in Manchester, in the Northern Quarter. Uh, we're not going to name the venue we were at because they were very, very nice, oh, and we don't lovely. want to. I mean, we don't want to take away from them, but just be careful. Yeah, it's busy gentrifying. It's a great part of town. Yeah. I love Manchester, and the venues on the road are great, and they are gentrifying. Yeah. But there's always been an element around there, and they're still there a little bit. There's so, an underbelly. There's yeah. an underbelly. So just. Keep your poo together, guys, when you're there, and just think a few moves ahead. Thank you very much, Sergeant Major, and uh, we will be continuing on the uh, uh, survival, uh, the survival section of the show next time. Michael, thank you very much. I'm glad I'm here to tell the tale. We are now in Huddersfield, and we're going to go on stage very, very shortly. Thank you. Well, goodness me, what a show we've had, Linda. We certainly have, haven't we? We said any other business. I've got a number of parish notices we need to read out. Firstly, you know that Linda and I are doing a, a recording of this show, aren't we? We are, yes. I'm going to London. Going to London. I hope you might join us. On the 25th of June. It's a Sunday. Six o'clock at the doors, seven o'clock the show starts. Go to wegottickets.com, right? It's called Clinton Baptist Sunday Seance. It's the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street in London. Uh, I don't know if we can see if we can get Ruth along. We might get someone else along. Don't pull that face. Well, they like her. Well, they like her, but she doesn't like like me, does she? Good point, good point. I don't think Ruth is coming, to be fair. Uh, also... We are also recording this show live on September the 24th. Yes. And that's also at the 100 Club. Yes. On, and also 
on October 15th. You can't get enough of us. These are both Sundays. Both Sundays. Come on, come and enjoy it. Nice and early start. We've got tickets.com. Look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. Take your pick. Come to all three. Now, very quick. And this is the final thing. The final thing. Flogging all me wares. I'm starting my brand new UK tour roller coaster from March 2024. Tickets are on sale now. Please go to clintonbaptiste.com for all the details. It's my first solo stand-up tour for three years. I'm coming to that. Linda will be coming to that. And if you buy tickets, I'll try and get her to come along. And for for some extra money, you can come and meet her. Oh. (laughs) That will be very nice for everyone, won't it? It'll be nice for everyone. Anyway, no, I'm looking forward to that. I like a night out. And a Clinton show is always a good one. Very good. So, listen, come and see us at the 100 Club. That's the most important thing. What are you going to be doing now, Linda, when you leave for I'm going to see an old pal of mine. Oh! Oh, yeah. love it. An old pal of mine, a horse. What are you <laughs> going to see an old pal of mine for? She's one of the people I used to go to uh, the uh, Sticky Floored uh, Rock City in Nottingham with. Oh, OK. And, and we both survived. We're, we're uh, rock and roll survivors. Was she at university yes. there or something? She's you didn't go to course. university, did you? Yes, I bloody did. Why can't you get a job? Christ. Because every bugger did. What is your degree in? Just remind me. It was in beginner's butchery, yeah. I beg your pardon? Beginner's butchery. Butchery, like yeah. meat, seriously? Yeah, like in meat, yeah. Hold so on, can... but you've now started going to zoology and all that. Bloody hell. That's Nature, a, innit? That's a road to Damascus. <laughs> Check. And what was her degree in your friend with the sticky floors? Oh, she was in Beginner's Bakery. Take the piss now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is there a lot of dough in that? Or... <laughs> oh, she's going up in the world. Now, come on, that's enough. Um... Did you have help from her parents? Was she self-raising? <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Anyway, anyway that... Between it... us, we had a whole meal. Oh, nice pair of paps. Right, now that's the end of that. Ladies and gentlemen, can I just say, we want to thank you for coming and listening to this show. And we will see you next bloody week. Linda, lots of love and thanks for joining us. Oh, you're welcome, Clinton. Until next week, namaste! Thank you so much to Linda, Ruth, Aideen McQueen, Mike Milligan, Matt Stanley and David Brinkworth for our end music and for Glow for singing us out here. Now, don't forget, you can come and see us recording this this show on Sunday the 25th of June at the 100 Club in London. Hey, why don't you come and see it? Tickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance, Sunday the 25th of June. Now, if that's sold out, there's another one on Sunday the 24th of September and Sunday the 15th of October. If you can't come to any of those, please come to my show, Roller Coaster, which is all over the country. From March 2024. Tickets at ClintonBaptiste.com. Namaste. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.